Hey, how's it going, Lakeland? This is Chad McLeod, your newest member of the Lakeland City Commission. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the second episode of this podcast, A View from City Hall. Uh, again, my name is Chad McLeod, and I am sharing my perspective as a member of uh, Lakeland City Commission, and I hope uh, to use this podcast over the coming weeks and months to give our residents and, and people uh, in the city just an inside look at how our decisions are made. Um, maybe some of you follow the commission uh, on social media or you, or you watch our commission meetings. I've heard some feedback of people who do watch those meetings online, and, and I appreciate that. But maybe you don't. Maybe um, you're just you're not as plugged in. And so uh, I hope that you will find this podcast useful and that it will provide information that makes the process easier to understand and gives you uh, just a better picture of, of what we're doing as a city. And when I released the first episode uh, on March 9th, and that was just two weeks ago, it, I, I don't know that anyone could have predicted that we would be here where we are right now. As a city, as a state, as a nation, we knew the, the coronavirus was an emerging threat at the beginning of March, but uh, so much has happened really in the past week and a half. And so I want to spend the first part of the podcast talking about some of the city decisions, some of the things that we're doing right now. Um, I also want to talk about a couple of other things. I want to mention some some things about our uh, recycling program and a uh, public information campaign that, that's going to be rolling out in April, uh, as well as um, a request that came to the city commission uh, at our last meeting uh, by a neighborhood, by uh, residents on High Britain Way. And I want to talk about that a little bit and just kind of what they brought to the commission and what my thoughts are on it at this point. And so again, uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening uh, to A View from City Hall. You can always contact me if you if there are things you would like me to address or questions or suggestions or you think, hey, you, you really have... Uh, need to consider this, and you're wrong on this issue. I'm I'm always happy uh, to to hear from people, and I enjoy that. That is one of my favorite parts of being a commissioner right now is the the conversations I have with so many of you out in the community in person. There are a lot of people I run into uh, in different circles or when I'm out and about, but also those of you who send us uh, emails. And so my email address is chad.mcleod at lakelandgov. Dot net. Uh, again, that's chad.mcleod at lakelandgov.net if you want to want to reach me. So I want to start off with just the things that we have done as a city over the past really two weeks. And so we, you know, I remember we, when we came into um, the agenda study meeting almost a week and a half ago, um, that's the meeting on Fridays where we prepare for uh, the official city commission meeting on Monday, and and we meet the first and third Mondays of the month. And that Friday agenda study session is a chance for us to to go through the agenda for us as commissioners to ask questions, to ask staff different things that that we might need to know in order uh, to vote on things, just to get our hands around many of the issues that we're talking about. And and I have found those agenda study meetings to be very helpful, very productive, um, and making sure that I'm prepared and all of us as commissioners that we're prepared for those Monday meetings. But, but at the Friday agenda study session a week and a half ago, we were talking about, um, you know, do we, do we cancel large events? And at the time, uh, the, the recommendation was uh, coming from the state and the federal government to cancel events of 250 people or more. And so you can see how that has changed even in such a short period of time. And now we're operating under guidelines that say um, no more than 10 people. And so how that has 
just had a ripple effect in our decisions as a city. And, and I know other cities all across the country are, are facing the same thing. And so, so at our commission meeting on Monday, March 16th, we declared a state of emergency for the city of Lakeland. And at that time, we did not have any confirmed cases of COVID-19 in Polk County. And um, the feedback on that was interesting. I, you know, there were some people who thought it was a good move, and there were others who maybe questioned, did we do that too soon? Was it too early? But as I shared with people, there were a number of reasons for that. Um, number one, as the, uh, the the federal government had declared a state of emergency, the state of Florida had done so as well. The county, Polk County, was getting ready to do the same, and and we felt it was in the best interest of the city, or I did, to to follow suit and to be ready should we need to draw federal and state funds and that we would be in a position to do that. And that state of emergency declaration puts us in a stronger position for that. It also gives the city manager uh, the authority to make some decisions to implement things from a, a management standpoint without having to pull the commission together, which can be challenging to do quickly. I mean, we, we can, but we, we have to give reasonable notice to the public and, and there are sunshine laws. And so in a situation where maybe there are administrative decisions that need to be made and we don't have time to do that, a state of emergency allows our city manager to make those decisions. And uh, so looking out at what we could potentially be facing, um, I think most of us on the commission felt like it was the right thing to do to go ahead and declare a state of emergency. With that, um, we wanted to make sure that we were getting regular updates and communications from our city staff, and we have been. I want to give a shout out and just uh, really commend the work of our city staff, the city manager, our city communications director, Kevin Cook, the city uh, emergency management director, Audrey Kane, who Audrey is new into her job. She's about eight weeks into you know, she uh, came from the outside and and brings a wealth of emergency management experience to our city, but two months into this and, and, and into her job, and she is uh, really leading our efforts and keeping our city connected to the county, to the state, and to the federal government, and making sure that as a city we're prepared to do what we need to do. And so as long as we're under a state of emergency, uh, the commission wanted to make sure that we were getting regular updates and also having regular meetings. And so instead of meeting just uh, twice a month or on the first and third Mondays of the month, we have asked to meet weekly for the time being. And, and that could change as we go forward. Right now, we're looking at um, virtual meetings. How, how do we meet uh, as a body, as a legislative body, uh, and, and do it remotely if we need to? And so that um, is something that you know, I think it's unique in that we're we're meeting more frequently, but we wanted to make sure that we were getting updates and that we are up to speed on everything that's happening and can make the decisions that are in the best interest of the city. Yeah, so this is unlike anything that that I would have predicted when I was taking office in at the beginning of January. You hear words like unprecedented, uncharted waters, and and I think that's true. And and we're trying to. Uh, look and see what do we need to do as a city? What is putting us in the strongest position to hopefully slow the spread uh, of COVID-19 to keep from becoming a place where uh, we have a, a high number of cases? And so with that, I mean, we made, we made a decision uh, yesterday at the meeting to close uh, all city parks, public facilities and lobbies. Uh, that includes Cleveland Heights Golf Course, tennis courts, and city-owned and operated boat ramps. And I said during my comments on this that 
I, I know we don't take these decisions lightly. Uh, everyone on the commission, and I can tell you, uh, approaches uh, issues and decisions with care and concern for our city and for you, the residents. And uh, we had some different opinions on that. Should should the golf course, should tennis courts and boat ramps be included? And uh, the the motion that we voted on and, and approved was to close uh, all of those facilities for the next seven days. And the thinking is that we are in the middle of the 15 days to slow the spread. And so that is the, the campaign that has come out from the CDC. Those are the guidelines that we're all operating under, uh, slow the spread, that we're in the middle of, of that 15-day campaign. And so our thought was let's as part of that, close uh, areas where people could potentially gather in groups of more than 10 people and then reevaluate at the end of, of the, those seven days and see where we are. Do we need to extend it? Uh, is it possible to, to relax some of those restrictions? And I don't, I don't think we know at this point. And, and my comments as I was talking about that vote uh, were that if I, when we look back on this, I, I, if I say, hey, we did a little bit too much. I know there were people who said the golf course, uh, it's possible to to play golf, to have practices in place that follow social distancing and um, to keep people from from being in large crowds. And, and maybe that's something that, that we can do in the future. But but for now, I, I felt like this this was the best decision as we look at trying to protect public health and do everything we can and still allow people to have personal freedoms and, and do the things that uh, they need to do throughout the day. And so that balance, that's tricky uh, right now. And I think you see that playing out at the governor's office and uh, a state as large and as diverse as Florida. And you've got some cities that are issuing stay-at-home orders, and, and that is not being done statewide. And so I, I know there are a lot of thoughts on that. And I've heard from people who have said, what we did as a commission is too restrictive. We didn't need to close all the parks and, and the golf course. And then and I've heard from people who said we need to do more. And and I can assure you we are trying to balance that uh, every day and, and do what we need to do during these unprecedented times. I will also say that as, as a commission and as elected officials here in Lakeland, we are part of just a tremendous amount of information sharing that is going on from um, the federal government, state government. We are regularly on calls with different agencies getting updates and briefings on what's being done. And so, for example, uh, tonight, Tuesday night at 8 p.m., uh, we have, uh, for the time being, these are weekly calls with the Florida Division of Emergency Management. And so we will get an update from uh, the state surgeon general, the emergency management officials overseeing the state's response. Tomorrow on Wednesday uh, will be the second White House-led call that is specifically for local elected officials. And, and last week's call, we heard from um, Dr. Deborah Burks, who is the uh, infectious disease specialist who is leading the White House response. Uh, we heard from uh, someone from the United States Department of Agriculture. Uh, we heard from someone from Homeland Security, just a, a range of leaders from the federal government to hear directly from them what is being done. And and I found that very helpful. It has been uh, something that I have tried to, and I will, if anything comes from these calls, I'll try to share those in a blog post. Uh, chadmcleod.com is where I'm putting these podcasts and, and some other blog posts. I haven't blogged in a few weeks, but if there are things that I, I feel like you know, would be good for uh, Lakeland residents to, to know, I'll be sure to, to share that. But I I just mentioned this because it is a big part of our role as commissioners to keep our city connected 
to county partners, to uh, folks across the state, and in this case, um, all the way up to the White House. And so um, I'll continue to, from my vantage point, just share the things that, that I learn. So stay healthy, Lakeland. Let's do everything we can. I know it's tough to um, sometimes practice social distancing, to stay at home, uh, when you have kids at home and little kids, and I'm in that boat, many of you know that we have three young kids and it can be challenging. It can be hard. Erin, my wife and I, uh, she's working from home right now uh, a good bit and um, just trying to balance having both of us needing to work and we've got the kids and, and they're at home. And, and so uh, we, we feel that struggle. And just I, I offer a word of encouragement uh, to our Lakeland parents who are in that boat right now, uh, just to hang in there and we will uh, get through this together. I mentioned the Lakeland recycling campaign. That's the second uh, thing that I wanted to talk about today. So if you're a Lakeland resident, you probably have a blue recycling cart and are Waste and Recycling team uh, has been working on a, a campaign just to try and educate our residents as much as possible on what are the things that should go in the cart and, and what things should go in the green um, garbage can. And the, the recycling industry, this is challenging. It, it, this is a challenging issue as a, you know, I work in the public relations and communications business. And so I, um, I do a lot of public awareness campaigns for for my business. And when I look at recycling, it's, it's challenging because you have different cities and counties uh, have a different approach. And there's just a lot of confusion about what is what can I put in the recycling cart and, and what shouldn't go there and should go in the regular trash. And even in, amongst the commissioners, when we were getting an update on this campaign, and there were different questions about what about this? What about a coat hanger? What about this type of plastic bottle? And so uh, as a city, we, we are trying uh, to make sure that our residents know uh, what can we put in that blue cart. So if you uh, go to lakelandrecycles.com, that is going to be the hub for information on how to recycle well, how to do it right, how to put things in the blue cart that actually will be uh, recycled, that will actually be uh, recycled into a secondary product. And so the challenge that cities all across the U.S. have right now is there's the secondary markets for many recyclable materials. Uh, in the past, that was China and some other countries, and, and they have just cut back on what they're accepting uh, from from the United States, and, and they have really tightened their rules on contamination levels. And so when you have things that go into a recycling cart that don't belong, there's potential for contamination. And if you have a high contamination rate uh, among all of, of the recyclable materials that are collected, it, it can actually cost the city more. Um, and, and it means that there are fewer things that can be recycled, because if it's if the, the load is contaminated, uh, a lot of that stuff has to, to just go to a landfill somewhere. So there are multiple layers to this, and it's not um, always as simple, I think, as, as we would like it to be. And so hopefully this uh, campaign that will roll out sometime in April, I believe, uh, will be helpful. And uh, again, lakelandrecycles.com. And if uh, you, know, you have questions about, can I put this in the, in the blue cart? Check out that website and um, stay tuned for more on that. The last issue that I wanted to bring up is that we had a group of residents who live on High Britain Way, uh, which is a street off of Lake Hollingsworth. It runs from Lake Hollingsworth Drive up to South Florida Avenue. 
And if you are you're going north on South Florida, uh, it would be the last street before you hit Ariana. And it's a very popular route for for runners in particular, and, and it's a great hill. And as a runner myself, and I, I enjoy all of those hills along Lake Hollingsworth because it's hard to find good hills uh, to train on in Florida just in general. And so I, I love that area, um, and, and a lot of runners use it. There are a lot of uh, cross-country teams and runners, the Lakeland Runners Club, and um, people who are looking for hills have run up and down High Britain, and the residents uh, brought to us just a concern. Uh, the The street uh, is separated by a median, and um, the concern there's there's a concern about traffic uh, already that that comes off of South Florida uh, down toward the lake, or people coming around the lake and trying to get out to South Florida. And so the request is for us to, uh, as a commission, would we consider uh, closing off the street from South Florida Avenue to High Britain and putting a cul-de-sac at the end. And uh, as I told the residents who were there, there were a couple of things. One, I really appreciate them uh, getting involved and being part of the local government process. It was great to see um, concerned citizens, residents who, who came just to uh, give us their perspective uh, in a very uh, respectful, cordial way of here, here's how we see this. And so that was great. So if you happen to be listening to this and you you are a uh, one of the, the folks who attended, I just I thank you for being part of the process. Um, at this point, I, I don't know uh, where where I land on this. I I do understand uh, as a pedestrian, as one who when you're running up High Britain or any of the hills in that area and, and you get closer to South Florida, you really have to, as I said at the meeting, be heads up and just looking for cars. And, and so the safety concern is real. And, and I've experienced that as have many other um, runners and pedestrians. I don't know from a, you know, traffic flow standpoint and, um, you know, if we were to grant the request and close that street off, you know, what does that do? What does that mean for the other streets um, that line up behind or, or in front of High Britain? What does that mean for them? I don't, I don't know yet. And so, so we as a commission have asked our city staff, particularly from transportation planning uh, perspective, just to, to give us a, a briefing or more information on the options that we have. What can we do? What, what is feasible? What would be the best solution? for for this issue that has been brought to our attention. And so we'll, we will see what happens with that. Right now, a lot of the meetings that we uh, had previously scheduled are, are tentatively postponed or put on hold. And so um, I do look forward to getting more information on this one and, and seeing uh, what can be done. So um, more to come on that as well. So I think we will stop here for today. I really appreciate you listening to a view from City Hall. Again, if there are things you would like me to talk about on this podcast, or if you just have questions and, and want to reach out, my email is chad.mcleod at lakelandgov.net. Have a great week, everyone. Stay healthy, wash your hands, and we'll see you back here again soon.